The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. podcast tonight we're getting up close and personal with two of the stars of a new season of the tlc series called smothered it features six mom and daughter duos and one of the teams calls hawaii home that's amy and karina d'angelo welcome to the mothership ladies all right guys and do you live on the windward side we do Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. And where, whereabouts on the Windward side? We're in Kailua. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Okay. I do have some tidbits about you guys, but, um, you know, let's go ahead and dive into getting to know you guys. The TLC series smothered. It already started on May 31st, but you guys are going to be introduced pretty soon. And we're talking about June 14th. That's when you guys get introduced to the series. First off, how did you get chosen to be to be a part of the series? Did you have to audition? <laughs> this is actually a really funny story. This is our favorite This is our favorite story to tell. Oh my gosh. Okay, so COVID happened. And you know, you get to that point where you end up sitting in bed drinking because there's nothing else to do. And then you win Netflix. Yeah. You just totally you win. win the whole the thing. The whole thing. It's like past every level. There's nothing else There's to nothing do. There's nothing left to do. That's it. And then he started searching for stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we found these moms and daughters who were amazing. Which was very fun to watch while drinking wine also. It was. And we were watching it like this. Ready? We were like this. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that's not a... Are you... Are we... Uh, uh, no. We're not No. Hmm. Oh, no. Oh, shoot. That, I think we are. Us. That it. is us. That's okay. us. Season two, let's go. So we marathoned that one. One day. Just over. in one, in well. Yeah. And added another mm -hmm. probably glass or five of wine. And then we finished that one. And then we were like, okay, this just got really interesting. And I'm wondering if when there, is season three coming out? Is there a season three of Smothered? I love Smothered. I love all the mother daughter duos on here. They're phenomenal. So Where much are fun. they at? They what is happening? Yeah, they remind me of Why did we us. know this was happening? Exactly. So yeah, so we went online and um, looked on their website and all we saw was an ad that said, are you a mother and daughter who have a super close relationship? Do you? Boxes checked. Live together. Check. Work together. Check. Sleep together. Check. Travel together. Check. Own a business together. Check. Check. Like, so we were like, well, I guess it officially is totally us. So it said, you send know? us an email. Yeah. So we did. We sent in an email and it was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. We titled that email, Mama, Me, My Balls, Hawaii. And that's what came into their email. I think they you know, have no idea. Said, we're pretty about. crazy, but mm -hmm. lucky for you, we're willing to let you film it. Yeah. And we laughed about it and hit send and then probably poured another glass of wine. And then the next morning, hi, we'd really love to see you guys. And we were like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> oh, that is so awesome because, okay, they have returning mother and daughter duos, right? Mm -hmm. So you guys are the new mom and daughter duos 
do you know you know about how many others tried to be a part of the new series uh the new season and, and i don't have any idea on that i mean it was an uh, open call i'm sure it was a lot i don't know i have no idea how that works or what they did but they only chose three new duos total for this year to add so so okay we have yet to see your part of the series so why do you think you guys were chosen what what, what was so appealing that they couldn't resist let's see you go oh ahead. man um our lives are just crazy in general i think that um the fact that we not only live together but also run a business and we have several animals we um rescue and rehab animals we have two of two of our own great danes um our own ducks and there's always a circus going on in our house. There's always laughter and good music and food and just craziness all around. Um, so, wow. I don't know. So you, I think. Wait, wait, wait. You guys yeah, have I mean, animals? You guys have animals at your house? Yeah. How yeah, many? Do you want to see them? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So them, we have yeah. our two Great Danes Monty Bello, the Great Dane, Hollywood, mm -hmm. the Deaf Great Dane. We have Loma, the umbrella cockatoo. He's 24 uh -huh. and has driven me crazy for 20 of those 24 years. We have Pancake. Uh, she's our little rescue duck. She had a broken wing, um, so she's their baby. And we have Steve. He's a blind uh, rescue duck. And Albert, he's a big giant Muscovy duck. Mm -hmm. Is that all of them? And then, I mean, at times we'll have extra ducks because we do rescue and rehab. And then when once they're rehabbed, we release. And so... I think there's a lot of articles out there right now that are like, they have 11 pets. And I'm like, no, we don't. We have seven. Okay, I'm still weird. Okay, fine. There's seven. <laughs> oh my gosh. And for all our listeners out there, they also have a business. I mean, you heard them say the word balls before, but I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to go ahead and let Amy and Karina explain to you guys what that's all about. Okay. So you guys take it away. What's this whole thing? I got the, I got the bracelets. It's, yeah, we, we have, have the bracelets, bracelets to show. It's not Check just out our bracelets. It's my balls, right? My, my balls. balls. Okay, my so what is that all ball. about? <laughs> go ahead. I've answered every question. Okay. You go. Um, so my balls came about when um, we were having dinner one night with some friends and family that had come to visit from the mainland, and um, we um, uh, we were I, I don't know we were eating, and then we were like um, everybody loves to come over for dinner to eat my mm -hmm. balls, and it's the running joke in our family. We need to come out, have some of your balls. We want to put your balls in my mouth. We just need to have your balls. So they were like, you should sell the balls and you should sell these. And we were like, ooh, that would be fun. I wonder what we would call it. And then it was like, duh, my balls. It's hilarious. And we so have so much fun with it. The that. marketing is amazing. Like we have, we have menu items like um, two balls deep is a menu item. <laughs> two meatballs deep in a bowl of sauce. Right. That's all that it is. That's all that it is. What's wrong with you? Not a big oh deal. My God. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we sell over at the farmers markets. We get all dressed up and all pretty and done up. We serve in like high heels and we sling sling balls and and our pasta sauce and all the things. And it's been really it's been a really fun um, just experience to to do that with her and and to cook our traditional Sicilian food and to have people loving it and eating it and and you know warming bellies so it warms really our cool. hearts mm -hmm. yeah no i've seen pictures of your balls and it really looks delicious <laughs> <laughs> i have two total balls left because they got to come in pairs right we're a pair even our business is about a pair exactly. like, <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So you guys are That's a new one. I like that. <laughs> you guys, I mean, just by talking to you guys, you guys are a really unique pair indeed. She said and... pair. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I'm bum bum. <laughs> so, you know, um, what, what kinds of clues could you give to us and our listeners out there about what we can be, uh, you know, I guess what's in store for your guys's, uh, part of smothered what, what, what can we expect to see you can expect to see some slipping in mud i can hit at that yeah there's some uh, there's some mud there's some uh, mud that may or may not be um some animal excrement that may or may not be slipped involved also may um, or may not be some relationship strife happening mm -hmm. there could be some of that um cannot confirm nor deny the possibility that I may or may not have attempted to contact a love interest of her and totally messed that up. <laughs> um, there's, I mean, there's a lot there. It, it's going to be a ton of fun. We have, um, well, obviously the obvious thing everybody's talking about is that we swap panties. So you are definitely going to see that happen. Yep. Yeah. So um, we're, we're all, we're all good with that, but there's, there's a story behind how that all comes about. And so you just have to watch and see our journey. You're going to love it. Smothered, smothered. You will see it. Yeah, it, it sounds really fun and really entertaining and really like unexpected. I mean, a lot of surprises mm -hmm. indeed. But you know, so when did the filming take place? And did they? Did you guys go all around, or was it just only on the windward side? Uh, mm, actually, we didn't leave the windward side for filming at all. Um, well, we cooked at our support kitchen. Oh, that's right. Our support kitchen. Mm -hmm. Where's that in Waipahu? Yeah. Yeah, so we cooked at our support kitchen and we, we went there for that. But besides that, pretty much everything we did was filmed was, in Kailua, mm -hmm. mostly at our home. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if we can share when it was filmed. I don't, I don't know, know if, if we're something. allowed to say when it was filmed. It was it was recent. Okay, okay. And then like, I mean, are there any like um, cool landmarks or familiar scenic shots in Hawaii that people will be oh, able to Oh, for sure. You're gonna, gonna see, see those famous mokes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you're gonna see the mokes and you're gonna see the sandbar. We had quite a- um, A blast over there. A blast. And that's a really, that's gonna be a really fun segment for why we were there, what we did. It was really amazing. And that's my favorite. I'm, uh -huh. I'm so excited to see that. Yeah, I, I, I have a captain's license and I drive a boat. So we did a whole thing and went out and had some fun. So um, you'll, you'll get to check that that out too. So how would you guys sum up this experience? I mean, is this kind of like the first time that you've ever done something like this in your life? Ooh. Something like this? I feel like we've done a we've lot. We've done of a lot of crazy things, things yeah, together. We have. And um, she she's a musician and, and actually has a second album coming out. So I was her her manager for all those years, but I also am an artist developer and I well, ran she a taught me everything I know. I ran a school for kids and so I kind of raised her up in that. So there was a lot of like really cool um, training and performancey things that went on with her. Lots of traveling, and, a mm -hmm. tour I did some years did ago. Tour. Yeah, we drove um, a big RV and had fun doing that. And so we've done some things together, but as far as it being like, it televised, this is brand new. kind yeah. of public, this is a big deal. Yeah. Okay, so, so in other words, what we're seeing is really authentic in terms of your guys's mother and daughter relationship because I mean just based on what you just said it sounds like you guys already do a lot of things together yeah it is very it, it is very authentic what you're seeing I mean and uh, that was something that we you know we really stand behind is like this is us and and um you know this is what you're gonna get and, and we're already going oh my lord we're gonna watch this like like a scary movie 
<laughs> like, what did we do? And then our favorite saying right now is, okay, that's on TV. We'll think about something and remember something that we did while we oh, filmed. Oh no, like, I forgot oh. I was being filmed. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? Did I say that? Did I, that happened? Oh, that's on TV mm -hmm. now, you know? So we're just We kind really of got used to it, it during mm -hmm. that process. You um, forget there's cameras there. You really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. wait, so, so how long have you guys been living in Hawaii? Um, so this time we've been here for a little over three years. Um, mm -hmm. But we came, the first time we came to Hawaii, she was four, three, three, I think, three. And um, and then um, my ex-husband, he was in the Navy. And so we bounced all around and came to Hawaii two more times. And um, I had come too as a younger um, woman before, I think even you were born. Mm -hmm. And then, um, this time we were in Seattle. We had been there for nine years and really had kind of just got dumped off by the Navy. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to come home. We were so lucky to, um, you know, be adopted and become Hanai family to so many here and, and to learn about the Aina and respect the culture and, and just be a part of everything. And that was why bringing our Sicilian food, you know, from our island nature to this island and sharing it with people. And like, it's just so like, we feel so lucky Mm -hmm. and so home here and so we just decided you know let's just go and we said home let's yeah. just go home and you know i mean um, i think for us too we feel super warmed and welcomed into this environment because of our um our families from sicily on both sides and just living in on the island mm -hmm. and it's just it really fits us yeah yeah we love it here we're i mean Maybe we weren't born here, but I sure do love the people and I feel like welcomed and loved and, and super connected, so. Okay, so are you guys gonna have like a watch party or are your neighbors yes. in on this? Or, so your yeah. neighbors know all about this too and? Yeah, so we um, actually leave for Vegas on Friday. I'm super excited. I'm a Vegas virgin. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> oh my That's gosh. That's gonna be fun. Um, Wait, and so but this is not, and this is not gonna be filmed. Well, we are filming um, a segment called Smothered Smothered Knows Best. Mm -hmm. And it's where they show us the episodes and then we get to kind of comment, which I'm hoping that I can keep myself together while I do and be as nice as possible. Because people watching in fairness is a very fun sport. And I, she wins roast, every time. I roast myself first before anybody else. But, um, you know, like, what did you say earlier? Everybody needs a good roast. A good healthy roast every now and then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need it, keeps you humble. Yeah, so we're gonna record that for a couple of days in Vegas. And then on the 14th, we're gonna do a premiere party um, with some family and friends that are flying out and you know, kind of like in a public club, but they're gonna put the TVs on. It's gonna be kind of like, that's <laughs> yeah. Can you pour me in that? Okay. <laughs> okay, so are you guys gonna be a part of the next season? We, we are not allowed to, we're not allowed to talk about that. You'll oh. have to watch and see. So oh. I guess what whatever you guys see um, this season and um, everything that you learn about us, I feel like, um, you know, if there is another season, then you would see the continuation of where we head from. Where, where we left off. Right, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so uh, an interesting thing that you brought up was that uh, um, Karina, you're a musician and you just released an album. So what kind of music do you play and do you sing? Do you play instruments? I mean, what what is it? Yeah, so I sing, um, like it's a pop alternative. What would you call it? Like, you never really can classify it. I know. It's like kind of difficult to classify. I sing, I play guitar, I play piano, and I'm 
in the process of finishing out my second album. But I do have a single coming out pretty soon that I'm really, really excited about. It's actually a song I wrote for mom. Um, a couple of years ago, I wrote it. And I, um, I always sing it to her on her birthday every year. So there's a little secret surprise hint for you. What is it called? It's called Not Easy to Love. <gasps> so the song's basically just talking about um, when you're having the worst day ever and you feel like you are just an angry tornado and you, you feel unlovable looking at this person going like, you can love me even on my very worst day and I know you won't turn around and leave me when I'm not easy to love. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, <laughs> and so Amy, and what, what do you do? I mean, what do you do for a living, you know, in the meantime? Um, well, I mean, I have the, um, the pop-up restaurant, the My Balls, and um, I, you know, I'm a retired music industry professional and I am just living an amazing life, raising my two kids. Well, I mean, obviously she's raised and I've got, I've got my boy who is 16 and a half. He goes to Colegio High School um, in Kailua. And um, so, you know, I'm just uh, really kind of just following dreams and helping people get where they need to be and um, um, loving this this business that I started. I've always loved running businesses, and I think just my balls keep her pretty occupied too. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, yeah, and you have all those pets to take care of too. Yeah. What do you guys think is the main purpose for Smothered other than entertainment? I mean, is there a deeper meaning? Um, sometimes people, you know, who are in a mother-daughter relationship aren't as, you know, fortunate to be close, you know, like you so guys. I think there absolutely is a deeper meaning to the show. Um, you see people commenting and saying like, oh, this is gross. This is weird. These two are too close. This is strange. And you see and a lot of that. You see a lot of that. And, and for me, I think mm -hmm. that I want to put out there to everybody that it's okay to have a close relationship with your mom, like, mm -hmm. like the kind that we have together. Mm -hmm. And that you know, just because you don't live that way, that doesn't make it abnormal. And I think it's beautiful. There's a lot of people who don't have their mothers in their lives. And, you know, I'm super grateful mm -hmm. to have mine. Yeah. You know, Let, let's take that a step further. And if I could ask you, Karina, I mean, if there's something that you could uh, credit your mom for um, your upbringing, I mean, what is what is something or some values that she instilled in you? And I mean, why are you the person that you are today because of her? So my mom instilled very strong morals and val values in me since from, from day one, you know, she was actually pretty strict with me growing up. Um, and now I swap panties with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, now we share, we share panties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Go ahead, I'm sorry. But um, just the way that she raised me with love and kindness, but also strength. And um, just as I, as I grew up, I, I learned more things about like how to respect myself and how to carry my head high, but still maintain my my kindness and my humbleness and to she taught me how to love everybody unconditionally and you know just have goodness in my heart and I I think I I don't know how I would have turned out <laughs> if it weren't for her yeah and then for you Amy um you know for people listening who could use some advice on parenting and who who have been in your shoes as a mom I'm sure it isn't easy um, there are some tough times raising kids, um, mm -hmm. especially you mentioned because, you know, Karina's not the only one. You have a son as well. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, what does it take? What did it take to raise somebody like Karina? And, you know, I mean, how did you manage to do it all? Selflessness, completely selfless, like to 
maybe to a fault sometimes where it was like, what about me? Like, should I, should I be paying attention to me, but just trying to give every single fiber of my being to these two people who I brought here, who, you know, chose to come here through me. And, and she I've really got, has done. That. I've got to do everything that I can. So I've, um, oh, thanks. I've worked really hard and I've been a single mama for quite a part of it. And, um, so it's, you know, just, um, I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way, but I really did. Um, I was, a, I was a young mom. I was 20 when I had her. So just kind of like, now the time went by fast, but also, um, I just, I just don't have it in me to give up or to, um, you know, even when there's pushback or there's problems or there's, you know, there's issues or there's arguments or there's, you know, kids have their, you know, their stuff and sort of parents and like, it's just, you just can't ever give up and you can't, can't put yourself first ever again, you know? So, um, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that at this point. I disagree. I, Huh? I think you need to put yourself first more Ooh, often. That's going to be real hard for me to learn. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. That's great advice for people listening. But also, I mean, you mentioned that it is tough. And then, then you also said that you should put yourself first. And I'm sure that there are a lot of women out there that are saying like, yeah, Amy, I mean, you got to give yourself a pamper day too. And you know, fill your cup and find ways to fill your cup. So, I mean, I'm sure you, yeah. I'm sure you take the time to Honey, do Honey, my, my cup hasn't been filled in a, in a while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to put some in my cup. Okay. Oh for being real. That should yeah, be the so. next drink on your menu. Fill my cup. Hey, <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. Okay. Here's a question. Here's a question though. Okay. Because when people watch the series though, they're going to see you guys are really tight I mean, so does it only focus on just you guys getting along or are there like some challenges too? Um, or is that something you guys can't disclose? <laughs> I, think. I think that there's going to- Oh my goodness, so much happened. I know, during this whole it's process, so, so hard to go back, but I think there, there's definitely, you're going to see some Did challenges. irritated at each other? Uh, I, mean, I guarantee you, we probably got irritated at each other at one point or another. We got irritated at something or someone, but I mean, you know, I, I think, um, I'm not really even sure. I know, we can't tell her that. I know. Okay, okay, so, okay, um, okay. Here, let me yeah. ask another question. Okay, so for um, parents who have the belief that, you know, you shouldn't be best friends with your child, you know, you gotta draw that line where you should, you know, you know have that discipline or like one is the authority figure um, I mean, is that a myth or, or what's your thoughts on that? I mean, you shouldn't just always be buddy, buddy. Otherwise they won't be able to have their own identity. You know, I mean, some people, you know, playing devil's advocate here could be saying those things after watching. Oh, for sure. Um, I, and I always say this, I've always said this, even before this show existed or people started looking at our relationship. I really think that when you're raising a child, you cannot be that parent that is a a friend to the child. You could be friendly. You can have them, you can understand that they are their own human being with their own thought process that's building and growing and turning into something. And, but as you're raising them, you need to be a parent and draw that line and, and have them understand to respect their elders and to, that you're there to guide them and that your rules are not there to hurt them. They're there to, to grow them into a productive member of society, you know, but when they become an adult, you hand them a glass of wine and say, hi, nice let's to sit in bed and binge smothering out. Right. Let's hang out. Now I got a buddy. <laughs> like, hey. See? Totally. That, is so, that is just so awesome because I mean, like Karina, would you say that you 
you were easygoing. I mean, you were pretty easy to, you know, growing up oh. and you know, raising you. You're, I think I'm more difficult a- now. <laughs> yeah. I think I was a really easygoing yeah. child. And now as I've gotten older, I think that she I never even less- cried as a baby. And I used to just kind of like touch her and be like, what? <laughs> why won't you, are you upset? Like, what is her problem? And I called the doctor. I'm like, she won't cry. And he's like, she's just really mellow. I'm like, I haven't fed her in four hours. And he's like, feed the baby. I'm like, well, I was trying to see if she'd cry. He's like, she's just mellow. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I think as she got older and then it might just be two women, two women with two, like she's got her opinions. She's got her ways and her things. And we really are not just living in a home as mother and daughter. Now we're living in a home as roommates as business partners, you know, um, and I mean, even our, a lot, even our dog calls her sister, daddy. <laughs> he does. The dog refers to her as mommy and I'm sister, daddy. That came as a joke one day. He sleeps in bed between us. Yeah, he does a giant great pain. He's 150 something pounds mm-hmm. and he sleeps between us. We had to take our California King bed and turn it sideways so that we would have like more space so that we could get the dog to have his own spot. I mean, when he was little, it was really, well, he was never that little, but when he was little, it was really cute. And now it's like, oh my gosh, half the night, we'll just kick him and go, get down. I need to like turn myself around. He hasn't quite figured out how to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're sharing everything. And I think um, it's making it a little more difficult and she can get a little bit more than normal. <laughs> you. She's like, that's nice because you're beep all the time. You're beep every day. You're beep. Yeah, no, it's, you know, okay, this is a unique relationship because I, I know that there's some mother-daughter relationships out there where you're like, you don't want to even share everything. You don't want to like tell your mom everything. And like, was this something that had to be like worked on? Or, I mean, are there some things that you don't tell your mom? Uh, are there some things you don't tell your daughter? I mean, or is I this- I think that there's a limit. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know, like just really personal, like intimate things we don't really share. But I mean, unless I need like some serious help, like medically or something. What I don't are you know. talking about? Ew, that already I know. sounds what gross. Do you mean? I don't know. What See, do you mean that's why you, okay, listen. What do you mean? Like no. sexually medically? Yes. What? How is that even a thing? It's not. Oh, I'm just saying it was an example. I don't even want to know. It was a really bad example. No, I, I'm like, not having that problem. Okay, I'm just saying. See, 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 there is a limit. There's a limit. Some, some, I do not want to have a conversation do in not a sexually, have this limit. specifically kind of way with her. Do not. No. Oh man. All right. So what, what about, what about your son? I mean, like, does he feel kind of like all alone because he's left Poor out? Kid. <laughs> he's like the boy. He, are you kidding me? His he's favorite thing son. on earth is video games. Oh, and half the time when I go in his room, he's got the earphones and the thing. He looks like he's, he's bringing in air traffic control in Chicago or something and everything's all serious. And he's just on a game. I mean, there was a, 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 a freaking um, fire truck pulled up to, well, we were burning a fire in our backyard and mind you, it was a nice, guys we were really having fun we were also in our bikinis and it and somebody called the fire department and my son the fire truck pulled up 15 feet from the front window of his bedroom and he did not know so no he's not missing out he just doesn't want to be he's like cool he'll come out and be like how you guys doing i just opened up his door and i'm like knocking knocking cam and i just opened the door and i'm like yo and he turns he's like what's up you know (laughs) I'm like, we're going out back to do the interview. We got the dogs. And he's like, 
yeah, no problem. You look pretty, ma. You know, and that's that's about it. It's just like, okay. So he's sort of just in that space where he just he just really always has been very independent, where she's a little more. <laughs> oh, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't hear you. <laughs> you I hear said you. Clingy. Oh, clingy, clingy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, you know, apparently playing video games isn't too bad because I mean you can make a living off of playing video games. Yeah, nowadays. I know. I'm like trying to tournaments that. and I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he would love you because I'm always <laughs> like, get off the game. Go outside. You want to come to the beach? Can we You're go looking a, a little pale. Yeah. Sicilian, you're like, there's no I mean, are you all right? You're kind of see-through, like your skin looks sick. Like can we, you know. <laughs> So, um, I don't know. He's, I mean, Cameron's cool. He's, he's a teenage boy, you know? So he's, um, I give him as much of attention as he wants and I leave him alone the rest of the time. So. Oh man. All right. Well, we have a lot to look forward to. We're so excited after hearing everything that you guys could tell us. Um, and one thing that we're looking forward to now is hearing an inspirational quote, maybe some words of wisdom. And I know that you guys earlier said, Hey, you know, we always say something inspirational. So sorry to put you guys on the spot, but yeah. You know, something that I said, um, <laughs> off the cuff, accidentally on smothered when they asked me one, it was at the very last second of taping. And they said, tell us one more thing what would life be like without Karina? And I said, life without Karina would be like taking all of the colors out of the rainbow. And everybody in the room was like, oh. you know, but I mean, I meant it. Like I couldn't think of, I just, it kind of came out. And that's really all I can think of right now since this is what we're doing. But I mean, that's, you know, I feel like um, when you have um, that light that shines and you're, you know, just a really kind, good, giving, loving, inspiring human being, you really are, that color in a rainbow and you really are that that light in the world that it needs and so um I think you know that's kind of my sort of take on an inspiring quote but it obviously is is directed at her and there's you know I've met a lot of really good people in my life and I think just carrying that light and sort of pushing out the darkness and finding that space of being a very good human and giving and loving creates that I love that that rainbow oh Oh, that is really nice. Oh, man, that's so sweet. Seems like you guys got closer after this show or filming. Yeah, and yeah, I didn't we did. think that that was possible, but we did. I sort of felt like, like we were guys... going to therapy sometimes. <laughs> it seems like you guys I used don't to ask our producer in front of the camera either. Huh? It seems like you guys don't get nervous in front of the camera either. Oh, no. <laughs> I used to. You did? Yeah, when? in the beginning, like when they started filming us, oh, but this has really helped me Well, no, when they walked through our front door of our house, like gangbusters. You're sticking was... mics down your bra. I yeah. mean, there's a lot that you have to get comfortable oh, yeah. with really fast. Hi, nice to meet you, sound guy. Here's my, here's my boobs. Go ahead, yeah. let's get in there, do the things. And on day three, she walks out in her underwear and just goes, do the thing, mic me up, like, so what? I you gave know? up. You just stopped trying to be like, ah. So there was a little <laughs> nerve in that space of like trying to get used to it, but. Um, yeah, as far as being in front of people and talking to people, I think it's something that we both are, I don't know, I like sharing my life and I like connecting. And I think, you know, people, I don't think people talk enough with each other. You go to a store and everybody's just zip, 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 zip. You go to a restaurant, everybody's staring at their phone. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. That's That bothers me a lot. People are sitting together. Mm -hmm. Like we would never be caught sitting at a table at a restaurant to enjoy our food, to have time together. Even Cameron, nobody's like, 
oh, well, we're waiting for our food though. So we have nothing to do. So let's, we don't do that. And I remember when, um, you know, the height of COVID came and we were all locked down and everybody was like, oh, we're, this has kind of been a nice learning experience for our family. We're, we're playing, playing board games. We're, we're like, like, we're hanging out. We're, we're having movie nights we're doing. And we're like, well, we do that all the time. You want to see my cabinet? Look, and there's like Monopoly and every single game you could ever imagine. I go, I go shopping just for games sometimes. Mm -hmm. we're, we're just, it's, you know, so we're, I don't know, just live That's a little different. Thing. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And I want I'm hoping that you can expand on that for people listening who maybe don't know another way. I mean, how did this how did you why do you feel so strongly about this? And if you could share some words of advice um, to help people break that habit. Why is it so important to be in the moment, <laughs> you know, versus being so focused That's on song, right? devices? Oh, yeah being focused on yeah. you don't want to why why are you guys so feel so strongly about that you guys shook your heads a lot you know when you see other people doing that so yeah i mean without sounding cliche life is absolutely way too short to be not present and let everything pass you by and you know crazy things happen and you wake up one day and you're like whoa where where have i been why have i not been paying attention to the things that are important and um you know, I think there's time in the day to, you know, have your space. I'm on my phone, my phone plenty. Sorry. Yeah. We no, do plenty. our stuff. But like if you're... when it's time to connect, it's time to connect. Put the phones away. Mm -hmm. It's not time for social media. It's not mm -hmm. time to text. It's just it's time to walk through the grocery store and have a conversation and laugh about what you're making. for Say dinner. hi to the lady in the aisle with you. But... Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and talk to the auntie and have we had the best conversation what was her name auntie aloha we auntie met her. aloha we met yeah, yesterday we met her yesterday so hi auntie aloha auntie aloha Listen. we met her yesterday in kaneohe she was petting our puppy we brought monty bello our giant dog she's petting him and and um what did she say she gave some good advice she was so sweet oh my goodness um oh she was giving she was giving like biblical advice which was really adorable and super sweet mm -hmm. and um and then she just was like, you girls are adorable and it was really nice to meet you. And, you know, had we been sitting on that bench, I was waiting for some stuff to be printed. Sitting on my business. phone, I wouldn't have met her. We would have been sitting there like this mm -hmm. and Auntie Aloha would have just passed by. And I, she was probably about 75 years old. She made our day. Oh, and to have an elder talk to us and, and with her wisdom and, I mean, why would you not look around when you're in an environment? Like, sit in your bed and look at your phone. There's mm -hmm. nothing to look at besides four walls anyway. If no, we out, definitely look at our phone plenty. Mm -hmm. so. But stay stay connected when you're out and about. And that's super important for us. We do that as a family, too. Like, we try. And I think that's why I'm always bugging Cameron all the time. Like, hey, do you want to come? I took him to the marsh the other day to see the ducks with mm -hmm. me. And he mm -hmm. said he wanted to go. And I was like, oh. I ran in and I told Chris to stay in bed. You can rest and relax. Just take care of Cameron's coming with me. I was like, <laughs> you know, um, and no phones. We just went and walked around and, and had fun. And, you know, I hope that can happen more often as he connects. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay. So you said that you guys like to share and I'm sure that you want to have a connection with all your fans um, after watching the show. Do you want to hear input from them? Uh, what are you interested in hearing from them about after watching the show? And um, how can they go about Ooh. doing that? Yeah, that's exciting. Oh, oh man. Um, well, yeah, I would definitely love to hear input. That makes me a little nervous. <laughs> um, 
Well, I, I guess mean, if it's a it. fan or a family or a friend, the input would probably be fun and 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 maybe a structured type of information should they think something was strange. Um, and I think when they, you have those people who just don't like anything and they have bad things to say, you don't lend validity to that by responding because you just don't want to. I am a fan of memes, however. Yes. If it's a funny meme yeah. and I look silly, yeah. I'm doing something silly yeah. and somebody makes a meme. Yeah. I'm cool with it. I'll probably repost it. I'm gonna end I up. I'm stuff. gonna end up on Joe Pesci's face in like <laughs> casino or something, you know, like like with a super toothpick in my mouth, looking like Joe some Pesci in a wig, mafia gangster from one of those gangster movies or something. They're gonna do to me. Oh or goodness. we're gonna there's gonna we're gonna end up with memes with panties being held up and all stuff. Nice and for our premiere party. Our um our invitations when you open them up, a pair of panties falls out. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so, as for so how, how I mean Instagram, yeah. we're always Instagram. on Instagram. Okay. We okay, keep what's your, mostly what, for friends and family. So, okay. What's your Instagram um, handle? My Instagram is Karina D'Angelo. It's C-A-R-I-N-A-D-E-A-N-G-E-L-O. That's big D, little E, big A. Oh, I like that. I like that. So, nice so I mean, how do I know you're going to do that? While we're on the topic of social media, you know, I mean, there's a lot of trolls and then like a lot of haters out there. So how do you guys handle that and what's your philosophy on on that whole thing oh and then your instagram handles amy d'angelo 808 um how do we handle that i just i i read some of it i try not to read everything that's you have literally read every single thing to the point where you found an article today with my height and my guesstimated weight on it in kilograms it's funny at which point i told my sister um who is sitting right here and did our makeup She's mm. Yes. Beautiful. No wonder you guys Jessica Day, official <laughs> Jessica Day. She's amazing out here in Honolulu. Um, so anyways, we um uh I had said to her, what was I gonna say? I was talking about um what was it? I know you're so close. The article, oh, the article. Yeah. Oh, I told her, grab the phone. What is 63 kilograms? And I found out I weigh 138 pounds. Apparently, according, according to, the, to somebody on the I don't internet. know who they are. They also think that I had a husband. Um, who was apparently a Mr. D'Angelo and that he's dead and died five years ago. I'm like, wow, you guys are that's, getting creative right now. That's oddly specific. Yeah, first I'm like, of all. what even my maiden name they thought they had was wrong. Like it was, and she reads to the point where she's found this type of deep stuff. Yes. That's how far you go. She no, goes, but she goes rabbit hole. But it's we laugh. Yeah. But like the mean comments, I try not to look at <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's pretty simple. <laughs> All right, thanks. Okay, so uh, Angela D'Angelo, so Amy D'Angelo, uh, that's on IG. And then um, Amy D'Angelo 808. Oh, Amy D'Angelo 808, that's on IG. And then Karina, can you give yours again? Karina D'Angelo. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty simple. Okay. And yeah, then how, cool. how, how can people find my balls? Um, you go to my balls, Kailua on IG. We have a lot of funny stuff on there. My balls, Kailua, for every ball innuendo that ever existed on earth ever. We even have a chicken sandwich called the hot chip. We have a lot of really funny videos mm -hmm. on there too. Just like we take our balls and we play with them. <laughs> oh my God. You didn't even mean to say that. That's, That's why it never gets it old. It's so it never gets funny. Old. It's so we, funny. What? Okay. So like, okay, we took one. We play with our food. We play with our food all the time and we take videos of it. It's really fun. Yes, that was better said. Yeah. Yeah, better said. I liked playing with my balls. That was funny. 
It's really funny. All right. Thanks so much for talking with us. And we're totally <laughs> looking forward to seeing both of you, Amy and Karina, on Smothered. That's on Love June. That's so much fun talking to you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was so much fun too. And hopefully our listeners listening, they got your guys' IG handle and they can reach out to you. And, nice. Uh, we're excited to meet everybody. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. So thanks so much for chatting with us, guys. And aloha. Awesome. Aloha. Aloha. Bye. Bye. Yes, we're going to break up and die.